Hi, this is Don Coscarelli, director of Phantasm, Baba Hotep, and the Beastmaster. And you're listening to the Plug and Play Podcast. Happy Halloween from Don Coscarelli and the Phantasm 2. You are now plugged in. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to episode 214 of the Plug and Play Podcast. I'm your Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, Minions. This week, First Half Tasty Treats is brought to us by... Ten Barrel Brewing and their Jamaican Meat Pumpkin Ale. Starting with an Imperial Pumpkin so Ale. So this is like a basic bitch beer? No, man, because it's rested in Jamaican rum barrels, bitch. Oh, okay. Everything's better in rum barrels. So it's a basic Jamaican bitch. Well, it's like it's like fancy bitch. Cause oh yeah, yeah, that's some high class. I mean, bitch. it starts with some with some PSL, you know, pumpkin spice latte. But you age that shit, and then all of a sudden it's, it's transcendent. Okay. It's smooth. So it's like the Starbucks. No, of, no, man. This is like beer. This is like the black label Starbucks you can only get at Pike Place at midnight. Like we've done that before. Actually, I think for a brief period, Starbucks was experimenting with like late night cocktails with without with um. They did. They had a couple locations with booze and espresso, and we missed out on that. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Double double tasty treats. There was one downtown Vancouver, and I just never went. Oh, sons of bitches! What were you thinking? I don't know. I was saying right. if I go downtown, I don't want to go to get beer at Starbucks. It wasn't beer. It was hard spirits. Oh, still. Um, it would have been good, man. Maybe. But this tasty treat is 10%, so it's pretty strong. Woo-woo! But Cheers. It should, it should be smooth thanks to the Jamaican rum barrels. Thank you, Jamaicans. Doesn't even really taste like pumpkin. No, not really. Got a little, um, kind of a spicy bite to it. Yeah. At the end, I don't really know how to describe that. Yeah, it's like a little bit of zest. Not zest, uh... It's it's weird. I, don't, yeah. I, I can't think of a beer to compare this to, honestly. No. It's not bad. It's good. It's my wife's favorite. It's your wife's favorite? Yes, and our mutual friend, Mark. Oh, okay. Um, So I kind of swiped this one. Nice. She's not going to be happy. She doesn't listen to this podcast, so we're good. Okay. You never had that, honey. Although, let's hope your child doesn't listen to this anymore. Yeah, nobody tell my wife that I stole one of her beers. Come on, minions. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't be wrong on this. Don't be assholes, minions. All right, Tim, what have you been up to this week? Or do you want me to go first? Because I got a lot less than you. Go first, man. I'm going to enjoy this beer. All right, sounds good. Well, we had a family game night, so we played a lot of games. Uh, This time it was like card games and a game we'll talk about later on um, during the game segment. Um, We played uh, Cards Against Humanity, which is always fun. Um, And then, so, Cards Against Humanity and... There was one specific player that kept playing all these like race cards and everybody got like super pissed at me, but it turns out it was the other motherfucker and Don't you know who plays what? Not not with Cards Against Humanity. Oh, okay. No, right. you you figure it out after they win. I and see. every single time they would choose his and then well they would choose the racist one and then they'd give me like a death glare and I was like, Wasn't me and it was the other dude and I call bullshit that everybody thought I was dropping racist cards. <laughs> Sounds like you have a reputation, son. I don't know. This is bullshit. <laughs> I think funny. I think it's profiling, and I don't like it. Um, then we went to uh, the pumpkin patch uh, with my wife and my son, and he did the little hay maze and found his way out by himself. Nice. Um, except for the fact there's like a tunnel the kids can crawl through, uh-huh. and he was like, 
this is my shit. He's like kept going around and then he'd go back through it again and then go back through it I again. I thought he was going to say he hung out in the middle or something. Oh, he did that a little bit too, yeah. Sweet. And there's like a big tire in the center they're supposed to like crawl through. Mm-hmm. Well, you know like the holes in the center of the tires? Yeah. Yeah, he totally just like sat down. He's like, this is my bitch. Nice. <laughs> like, I was like, oh man, dude, keep moving. So did he uh, play in the, they had a pyramid, right? Yeah, it was like overran by like kids like seven times his age. So it was just a little too scary for him? Uh, it was a little too scary for me. Did he pet the goats? He did. Pet the goats, pet the cow, pet the chickens, pet a dog that was somebody else's. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, my son loves animals, dude. Like, he just does not give a shit. It could be anything. It'd be like biting him. He'd be like, ha ha. As long as he washes his hands after p- petting the chicken. Yep. That's how you get salmonella. Yeah, he petted, he washes his hands after. You know his mom. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, he his head three times. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and then we did the, uh, tractor ride to the pumpkin patch and that was fun. He loved it. He got to pick out a pumpkin and, uh, we did got to do the pumpkin slingshot, which is cool. Nice. Did he, did you help him do it or did you Yeah, no, no. He helped me do two out of the four. What did you think of that? He loved it. Did he laugh when they went Oh yeah. He loved it. Did you get it in the bucket? No. He was the closest one though. I got one one year. It's been a while though. Yeah. The worst part was like. I had, like, he wanted to hold on to it and help me pull it back. Mm-hmm. And teaching him to, like, let go. I'd be like, okay, let go, buddy. And he, like, let go and then grab on again. Like, right as I was about ready to let go, I was like, no, let go, buddy. It's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Hold on. Exactly. Well, and I didn't want it to fling him with the pumpkin. So Just make him practice with angry birds. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, the wife probably won't let that happen. But um, then we went to a friend's wedding on Sunday night. And uh, it was pretty cool. It was like a McMinimins in uh like beaverton area okay so it was like an octagon barn oh is it cornelius road pass yep that's the one i think they have a really cool distillery there yeah the little tiny ass shed there's an actual distillery and yeah they have like oh. a like um a re- we got to tour it once and this guy is like so passionate like he talked about his we just wandered in and he was like talking about his distillery for like half an hour hmm. like, he would be great to interview he was so cool that's cool. Yeah, there's like a little tiny wood shed mm-hmm. um, off the side of the barn that's all actually wood fired. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we got to watch that and got some drinks there. Um, and we had a good time at the wedding. It was open bar, so that was awesome. And it was like, it was pretty good food. Um, I really liked most of it. There was like a few things I was like, I don't know about this. Um, but it was pretty good food. Um, but man, it's... Uh, surprising seeing like a ton of people from like when i was a little kid and like where they're at now and i'm like wow sometimes you just gotta let some people go yeah so um yeah the friends you had when you were little are not necessarily appropriate friends in, in later yeah life. the buddy who was getting married is really cool That's and good. he's doing well so yeah. i was very proud of him because uh he doesn't have any parents left now and so it's pretty proud moment to see him get married and actually be happy for once yeah um but the other ones i was just kind of like Wow, this is what you've been doing. You just get out of the state pen or, uh, so it was a little odd. So that's what I did this week. You didn't drink any of your beer. So I tried. Um, and, uh, I was actually listening for once. Sorry. Oh uh, yeah. You probably shouldn't do that. No, I, I always listen later when you post it. I yeah. actually do listen to half of these. I don't know why. I was like, I, was I listen back. to some of them just to make sure the audio is okay. I'm like, oh my I skip God. forward sometimes, especially well, I won't tell you which part I skip forward. I'll let you, I'll let you imagine. Whenever I'm talking? Nope. Whenever you're talking? Maybe. You skip forward whenever you're talking. 
Or I skip the Kickstarters typically. Oh, do you? That's it. Yeah. Okay. Just because I already heard them. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Hearing them first time is more interesting. Very true. All right. What you got this week? Um, I saw quite a few movies with my daughter. What's that? Um, it's kind of like a TV show, but longer. And okay. you, you go into a public space and watch it on a big screen with oh. like 100 strangers. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to let the director of one of these films kind of introduce... Hi, this is Don Coscarelli, director of Phantasm, Baba Hotep, and the Beastmaster. And you're listening to the Plug and Play Podcast. Happy Halloween from Don Coscarelli and the Phantasm family. We should have played that at the very beginning of the podcast. I kind of motioned to you too, but you didn't get it. Oh. I mean, you edit this later, so who knows what happens. It's very true. You guys just heard that for the second time. <laughs> no, you didn't. He's going to forget by the end of the podcast. Nope, Watch. Nope. Nope. All right. So Don Cascarelli was a really nice guy. Um, before the movie, um, which was Baba Hotep. Okay. And I'll play you a little clip to kind of set up what that movie was in a second. Um, there was a little line um, with a little kiosk sponsored by um, Barnes and Noble. And you could buy his autobiography about um, indie filmmaking. Huh. That's and cool. Yeah, so he would sign that and like one personal item if you had one, which I was kind of kicking myself for not bringing my copy of Phantasm or Bubba Hotep, but whatever. She just pulled off your pants and be like, can you sign my box just get to... It said it had to be related to his body of work. They thought of that. It's related to a body. Anyway, he was super chill and he like talked to me about Vancouver, about our podcast, about beer, and he was actually signing my book while he was talking and I didn't see what he signed until I got home. What do you sign? Your podcast sucks ass. No, <laughs> said, hey, Tim, keep your balls in the air, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, so most of you probably won't get the reference besides the obvious double entendre. Um, Phantasm movie about these silver spears that fly through the air and like kill you. So it was a really cool joke. I'm sure. Is that the one that like they like embed into your face and shit you send me yep. gifts of? Yep. Gotcha. Really good gifts. Awesome gifts. <laughs> Search Phantasm gifts. It's a good time. Um, so like, like he said in the clip, he's directed the Phantasm series, Beastmaster. Is he local? No, no, okay. no. Um, he was one of the youngest horror movie film directors ever. Oh, and, yeah. uh, he also directed a recent independent movie that was pretty cool called John Dies at the End. You should check that out. So anyway. Spoiler. Uh, I know. It's in the, it's in the Fuck. title. It's, it's a funny movie too. Um, so to set up Bubble Hope tip a little bit, then I'm going to play a short clip, um, Elvis and JFK are in a rest home together. Okay. And uh, a mummy. Is Bob Marley still there? No. Uh, a mummy um, starts killing people in the rest home. And they discover it and decide to do something about it. And this is the moment I'm going to play for you now where Elvis, you know, decides he's had enough and he's going to do something about this damn mummy. Okay. What do I really have left in life but this place? It ain't much of a home, but it's all I got. Oh, God damn it. I'll be damned if I let some foreign graffiti-writing, soul-sucking son of a bitch in an oversized cowboy hat and boots Take my friend's souls and shit them down the visitor's toilet. (laughs) (sighs) In the movies, I always played heroic types. 
But when the stage lights went out, it was time for drugs and stupidity and the coveting of women. Now it's time. Time to be a little of what I'd always fantasized being. A hero. Nice red phone. This is to his uh, friend JFK. Hello. Mr. Kennedy, ask not what your rest home can do for you. Ask what you can do for your rest home. Hey, you're copying my best lines. And let me paraphrase one of my own. Let's take care of business. Just what are you getting at, Elvis? I think you know what I'm getting at, Mr. President. We're going to kill us a mummy. So there was a question and answer period before the movie, too, which was awesome. We were in front row. Um, so in addition to talking to him in line. By the way, it was you and your daughter, right? Uh, yeah, I took my daughter and my brother-in-law. It's one of the things he wanted to do for his birthday week, which is nice. Um, which so is awesome. Um, and we came early. We got front row seats. And, we had, and then I had time to go to the lobby and wait in that line to talk to, to Don. So he was talking about um, just all the movies he's done and the fact that he always has an easy time getting movie funding for horror movies because of his, his filmography. His history, yeah. But like with uh, Bubba Hotep, he wanted to tell something with, you know, like a human element. And so there's a lot of moments of introspection like this with Elvis, like regretting his choices in life and um, yeah, yeah, introspection. Like is a way for him to sneak in some human character moments. Yeah. But in a horror story context, I thought that was pretty clever. That's pretty cool. Um, and there was a lot of really cool scenes, like the one I just played for you. Um, the music too, which you kind of heard in the background, yeah, was actually it really set the tone for a lot of scenes. And um, I mean, it's kind of what you had to do back then. Yeah, but it's all done by one guy. All of the instruments. Wow. Um, I can't remember his name now, and I feel bad about that. But it Jeff defi- Goldblum. Sure, we'll we'll go with that. Jeff Goldblum so, did not do that, I guarantee you. So last thing, that was at the Hollywood Theater, which is a really cool theater. They play a lot of great stuff. If you're in Portland, um, just go to Hollywood Theater's website and check out what's going on. HollywoodTheater.com. I pro- don't know if that is it, but maybe. If you Google search Hollywood Theater Portland, you'll find it. And it might be HollywoodTheater.com. Um, then we saw another movie. Oh, dear God. This was uh, Saturday night. We saw Bubba Hotep, and that was with my daughter and my brother-in-law. Uh, the next one was just with my daughter. And um, on the way there, this is the second time we've driven to Portland, like three days, right? Because oh, it's dear Saturday God. and Monday. She goes, Dad, I'm so glad we live next to Portland. It's so cool. I want you to take me to Portland more often. I was like, I did it. I'm a good dad. <laughs> 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 so anyway, this one was at the Clinton Street Theater, which has the distinction of being the longest running theater um, to play uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show like every week. For 40 years they've been playing it. In the world. Yeah, in the world. Like no one else has been playing. I've it. never seen that movie. I don't. You would hate it. Isn't it like a musical thing? It's musical. You, you would hate it. I'm not recommending that movie to you. But anyway, they have that distinction. I'm gonna go by and egg the people as they're outside. So one thing they've done since uh, the 2016 election is every Monday night they play a movie for free. Um, but then there's a five dollar suggested ticket, and they take that money and they give it to a local charity. Nice. So for ten bucks, we got to see uh, one of my favorite movies, probably. Or. For free, yeah. But of course, I paid the ten for me and my daughter. So I would, I would say or that this free. is. I, I have never ranked all my favorite movies. I'm pretty sure this would rank in my top ten. Okay, hold on. The mm-hmm. real question here is: sure. How was the popcorn between the first theater and this theater? 
Okay, that's funny because the popcorn machine was broken at, at the, both at the Clinton Street Theater. Oh shit! And the uh, theater owner was discussing everything before. She's like, you know, this is what we're doing. Um, by the way, the charity for this week was uh, I can't remember the name of the organization, but it's a uh, low cost uh, Portland soccer club. So kids that nice, yeah, parents low have a lot income, of money, yeah, low income can have yeah. have their kids something cool for their kids to do. Cool. And we raised nine hundred fifty bucks. Shit, yeah. awesome. Yeah, so it was awesome. Um, so anyway, she's explaining that and talking about what else is going on with Clinton, um, different movies that come out, whatever. And she says, so yeah, a popcorn machine's broken, um, but I have a guy coming to fix it. So I will go on the PA when it's fixed and just say, popcorn's ready. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like a tense horror movie, right? And we're like, I don't know, somewhere between one half and two thirds of the way through the movie. And like someone has just died and everyone's like all quiet and here. Popcorn's ready. (laughs) That was a pretty memorable moment for this movie. That's awesome. I'm sure Don was like, the fuck? No, no. This was a... Don wasn't there. Oh, this was at the the next movie. The next movie, The Thing, who's directed by John Carpenter, who was not there. That would have been epic. John Carpenter's made some awesome movies. Um, Is this like the the John dude that you want me to see a movie of? Uh, John Wick or whatever. Oh no, that's completely different. John Carpenter does not play John Wick. No, John Carpenter. John Carpenter was a f- people named John need to be in the same fucking movie, man. John Wick stars Keanu Reeves has nothing to do with John Carpenter. Who's Keanu Reeves? Uh, Neo in Matrix. Okay, gotcha. I know okay. that one. I know you yeah. knew that reference. <laughs> okay, so I was pretty positive. <laughs> you would enjoy John Wick. I okay, to, we need to make heroes this happen. and John Wick. You keep promising, you haven't fulfilled. Anyways, talk about the thing. I brought you heroes, you fucker. But you not together. All right. So, uh, the thing is set in Antarctica. Um, somebody discovers something buried in the ice. They bring it out. It thaws. People start dying. That's the basis. Um, turns out... What do they bring out? Well, it's an alien. Cause it, you so, see, it's a life form of some It's a life form. It takes over like any other life form and, and tries to mimic it. So it ends up like they're in this isolated situation and they don't know who to trust. Like, is, you know, is this really Zach or is this the thing? Oh, I've seen references to this, this before. This... Yeah. Okay. So it's like a thing that can like mimic your body or pretend to be your body. Yeah. Gotcha. So this is uh, McCready who's kind of the hero of the film uh, narrating into a tape recorder, kind of the bleakness of a situation. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to hide this tape when I'm finished. If none of us make it, at least there'll be some kind of record. Storm's been hitting us hard now for 48 hours. We still have nothing to go on. One other thing. I think it rips through your clothes when it takes you over. Windows found some shredded long johns, but the name tag was missing. They could be anybody's. Nobody... Nobody trusts anybody now. We're all very tired. Nobody trusts anybody now. There's nothing else I can do. Just wait. R.J. McCready, helicopter pilot, U.S. Outpost number 31. 
So yeah, there's a lot of tension um, punctuated by brief outbursts of violence as like the, the creature reveals itself. I mean, it looks pretty cool. It's amazing. It's the last instance I can remember of just amazing practical effects, meaning no CGI, all modeling. There's just this one scene in particular that's just simply amazing. The real question is, why are they still there and why aren't they running? Where are they? Antarctica? They're in Antarctica, and actually there's, in the plot, um, someone destroys the helicopter and their other and their radios, and so they're totally cut off. It's like the beginning of the harsh winter season, so it's kind of interesting. So what you're um, saying is you got to tame a polar bear and ride it to safety. I can't remember if polar bears are on that side or the uh, their complete opposite side, but... Um, there were some parallels, I thought, between this and the last weekend where we saw um, The Shining. Because like, they were also in an isolated, wintry atmosphere. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. And my daughter t- I talked about that on the way home. So it's really cool to um, watch some horror movies with my daughter. Um, maybe I'll just one or two more this year, but I want to save some for next year, too. Um, been enjoying playing some horror-related video games and these movies. I just want to share you know, those little clips with you. So... Maybe they'll pique your interest and um, some of you in the audience will check those two out. Nice. I, I recommend them both for different reasons. Um, then just real quick, um, we had parent-teacher conferences this week. Oh, Jesus. And the format is so strange. You go into like the um, the big common area. I guess it might be like the cafeteria. I'm not sure. Okay. And there's tables all around the edge. And you just go like find your kid's teacher and just sit down and talk to him. Or not. I mean, it's like kind of. Oh, like, I I remember how these, yeah. They're mm. that's not the format I'm used to. I'm used to like like walking into a classroom. Yeah, and sitting down, and so we talked to like three out of the four that were there, and then they they announced over the PA, all right, conferences are over, and they started packing up tables and chairs. So like, there's one we never even got to. Wow. And then there was this funny situation. I'm not going to say her name or what class she was teaching, but we're like, um, yeah. So how's our daughter doing in her class? And she goes. Chloe's my favorite. She's such a joy to teach. <laughs> my daughter's name is not Chloe. Yeah, she, she, and she said like the most generic things. Like, like you don't even know who we're talking. What what type of class is that for? I said I wasn't going to be specific. I'm not going to call this person out in any way that's identifiable. But okay, I just well, thought that was. You have to tell me off air. That's fine. That's some bullshit. All right, that's all I got. Okay, I'm... well, um, actually, uh oh, what are you doing to me? I told you I was going to tell you about this TV show. Okay. And uh, so I've got a few clips. Uh-oh. We've already listened to a lot of clips. I know. Sure you want to load a whole bunch? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is called The Good Place. Meet Janet. Ah, the ugly sweater. If you desire to craft your own ugly sweater for this holiday season, please watch this informative video. According to my research, there are 4,800,735,000 possible ugly sweater themes. I've chosen one at random. Santa gone fishing. Is it a good theme? Who cares? So naturally, we'll need a fish for Santa to catch. A goldfish? It's funny because you don't catch goldfish. Next, let's depict (laughs) Old Saint Nick. Oh, brother, this is getting really ugly. Want to keep going? Next, we'll create an overly busy pattern with a clashing color palette. If you vomit easily, please look away from the screen. (laughs) There you go. The perfect ugly sweater. Happy Holidays from The Good Place. Streaming now on the NBC app. All right, so that's Janet. Okay, how many of these are you going to do, seriously? I got at least one more. 
All right. So worry we're getting too clip heavy in this the first hasn't part. this hasn't been vetted whatsoever oh that's that's perfect yep we're gonna go with this one this is a trailer for season one apparently this is like that one white five oh whatever eleanor shellstrop oh, are dead cool how did i die are you sure you want to hear you were struck by a truck advertising an erectile dysfunction pill called Engorgulate. <laughs> Funnily enough, the first EMT to arrive was an ex-boyfriend of yours. Okay, that's, I get it, thank you. You're okay, Eleanor. You're in the good place. You are here because you got innocent people off death row. You are my soulmate. Cool, bring it in, man! You'll stand by my side no matter what, right? Of course I will. I wasn't a lawyer. There's been a big mistake. I'm not supposed to be here. Wait, what? Are you sure this isn't you? They got my name right, but nothing else. Somebody royally forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. That's bullshit. Tell me one good thing that you did on Earth. Do you have a second to talk about the environment? Do you have a second to eat my farts? <laughs> oh. I can't risk going to the bad place. Okay, well, maybe it's not all that bad. We'll ask Janet. Hey, Janet. Hi there. How can I help you? What is the bad place like? I can only play you a brief audio clip of what is happening there right now. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound awesome. Hello. Can I just say, I love your house. It's just so teensy. Ooh, just a big, beautiful cartoon giraffe. Cheers. <laughs> condescending bench. Okay. 30 glasses of wine and no hangover. This place rules. These people might be good, but are they really that much better than me? Did you fill your bra with shrimp? No. <laughs> yes. So who is right? Every religion guessed about 5%, except for Doug Forsett. One night he got high on mushrooms and got like 92% correct. <laughs> All right, so, sounds funny. So that's what I've been watching. I've watched three seasons so far. Jeez. How did I not know there was three seasons of that? Well, there's technically two. I'm starting the third. Okay, so is this on Netflix or... I noticed so the that. first two are on Netflix. The third one is now on Hulu. Okay. I can get you. I can get you logins if you need, need them. Don't say that on air. Besides, I already have Hulu. Oh, well then you're good to go. They have seasons one through three on Hulu. Cool. It just it, unless you have the no advertisement on Hulu, which I do not, because I'm a cheap fuck. You gotta watch advertisements. Yeah. So love ads. So we've talked a lot about stuff we've been watching. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about some news, maybe. We have a little tiny bit. Okay. You want to talk some news? Yes. Just to piss you off, Tim, the Wild West is back, bitches. Another clip. One more big score. We got enough money to leave. This is Red Dead Redemption 2, by the way. Nothing means more to me than this game. Nothing means more. I would kill for it. I would happily die for it. I'd die for it. Dude, they're robbing trains. And they're shooting people. But it wanted us to change. Want us to trust me, Arthur. 
Just one more and I'm always a goddamn train. Uh, I don't want to kill all these food Dutch. Just you. That's so cool! I know, what but no one listening to this can see it. No one what matters. Well, head over to YouTube and watch it with us. It's a fucking bear! Red Dead Redemption 2, coming October 26th, rated M for Mature. So you're excited about this game? That is like literally tomorrow. This is like uh, the only new release that Zach cares this about. This is all, no, that's the only fucking release. That's it. That is the game releases for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Zach's going to wait outside midnight. <laughs> wait, the 25th, what's today? It's, it's not... the 26th, and today's the 24th. Oh, uh, okay. So technically... 26th, not 25th. Yeah, exactly. Tim, what do you got? Clip? You got a clip? I'm not going to Clip! Play. There is a clip I'm not going to play because there's no there's no verbal stuff. Um, So one of the things that was announced, or not... I think it was concurrently announced at the um, Portland Retro Gaming Expo and television panel was their new console. Um, and television, going way back, like Atari era, they... um. They're, yeah, they're going to do a new platform based on the concept of eight family. Bit. It's not even 8-bit, I think. Um, they're, they're pillars they're calling them for this new console are family fun and affordability and no DLC. Um, so it's an old school game. Very old school. Um, Pro Sports. 16 directional keypad. Yeah, the television controller is really weird. It's got like a dial in the middle, and uh, literally so, looks like an old school iPad or iPod. Well, and I guess yeah, the controllers sort of do look an iPod, and there's a touch screen at the top, so there, it's it's comparable to that. Um, the weird. weird thing is, is you can also use a phone as a controller for this thing. Um, games will be between two ninety nine and eight ninety nine. Um, they'll be rated E to E ten. Like I said, there'll be no DLC. Um, the controllers will have an accelerometer, a gyroscope, uh, a microphone, and of course the weird... They're literally playing fucking Pong. Yes. There'll be a lot of games like that. Kind of simple, um, yeah, family-friendly games. Um, the, the titles available at launch are Astro... Why would you need a color touchscreen then if you're going to be playing fucking Pong? Well, see, this new system has, has uh, architecture designed to maximize the 2d experience zach no no 3d here we don't need that gotcha fuck polygons we're all about sprites gotcha um it's gonna retail for about 150 bucks um it comes with two controllers i mean it's not terrible it's interesting concept so i was watching their promo video all the way through and a familiar face jumped out the director of marketing um her last big project oh yeah oh <laughs> oh no they're already off to a terrible start the, the funny thing is I kind of want this just to play around with it of course you do you're a fucking ooyah jack off no I like weird systems like this like I don't I just like I don't know I dude like... we had a segment literally you talking about your weird shit and throwing it away yeah I, I, I get it but if I happen to have $150 and this comes out I'm not going to say I won't buy this piece of crap okay and, and we're going to play Astro Smash whatever the hell that is and Night Stalker, and Frog Bog. <laughs> oh, dear God. And maybe even some uh, Skydiver. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, the new system to look for in 2020, by the way. So, 
Because this is fucking complex shit to make, ladies and gentlemen. I am a little worried about the project that they're announcing. It's so far out. Like, I don't know. So I wonder if we'll see some crowdfunding efforts at some point, some Indiegogo, some Kickstarter, some Fig. I don't know. Like, I, I know that they've got this the, is ridiculous. The weird thing that's that's kind of cool is they do have some of the founders of Intellivision on board. Unlike Atari, which is only a, a company of name now, Intellivision, the people that started it are still involved with this project. So they are, you can say that they're industry veterans. Whether or not their ideas are still relevant in today's market will be determined later. Yeah. But anyway, that is the Amico. Look for it. Or want, not in 2020. Do, do you want to talk some tech? Let's do some tech talk. This week on Tech Talk, guys, I try another e-robot vacuum cleaner. So, how long ago was it you tried your first foray into, into automatic that like cleaning? That was like, what, three years? Maybe two? Two years? Feels like it. And you went with some brand that I've never heard of, so... Yeah, I don't remember what that was. Um, but... Uh, they had it for 34% off on Amazon. It was the iRobot Roomba 690 app controlled robot vacuum, black and silver edition. Um, so it's app controlled. So can you like chase your dog with it? No, that's a weird part. It's like you, it, you literally can just program it through your phone. Oh man. I, like- I know. I wish I could control it. Like a little joystick on the screen. Like, fun. right? Um, Put your son on it and drive him around the room. No shit. What? Why do I have to come up with these things for people? I know. Uh, Roomba, pay attention here. Um, so, so it was thirty five percent or thirty whatever percent off. So, is it a recent model or is it kind of an older model? Um, it was released in two thousand seventeen. It's pretty recent. Yeah. So it retails for three forty nine. I got it for two eighty nine. Um, and so I drove over to Cascade Station, picked this bad boy up. Um, so I'm assuming it lives downstairs where hardwood floors are. Correct. Um, I really didn't think it worked again, but it's worked three days in a row now when we're, or two days, today's what, Wednesday? Why didn't you think it worked? Well, cause we, I set it up on Sunday mm-hmm. and it ran for like an hour and a half till it was almost dead and still did not return back to, uh, home base, home base. Um, it doesn't know to go back to home when it's low on charge. Couldn't find home. Weird. But it's found home Monday and Tuesday now maybe and today. Still, maybe it's still learning the layout of the land. So I'm curious if it's actually like it's running while we're at work. Mm-hmm. So I don't see where it's actually cleaning. So what? I w- I want to set it for like a Saturday Question. when my son's napping and he's clean. Does your dog ever have accidents inside? No, but my dog's also kennel during the day. Okay, there's like some epic posts about what. Oh yeah, no, no, that, that's <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> what happens if drag shit everywhere? Yes. Paints yeah. paints your house brown. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> my dog is in a kennel. Okay. Um. So yeah, we got the iRobot Roomba 690. Um. And so far, it's working. So I will report back put in a, a little, few weeks. Little ghost costume on it for Halloween. That's cute. I won't be here for Halloween. Oh, that's right. I'll be in Sin City, bitches. You've done that before. For eight years now. So it's always around Halloween? It's always Halloween. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So. Are right, you ready to refill your glasses? Yeah, I've all I've got is dust. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. So we'll be right back. 
And uh, new TSA treats in hand. And then we'll kick it. The part that Tim skips. We are back. Tasty treats in hand. This second half is brought to us by the 2017 rare release from Epic Brewing. Epic. In Salt Lake City, Utah. And Denver, Colorado. It is the Big Bad Baptista. It's a 2017 rare. It's one pint, six fluid ounces. Um, inspired by the spicy and bold flavors of the Cafe de Ola. We added vanilla and cinnamon, along with Mexican coffee beans, uh, cacao nibs, cacao, cacao, and a hundred percent barrel-aged Big Bab Baptist. The result is a luxurious, complex, and the perfect after-dinner companion on a chilly evening. Which it is chilly here, guys. This is bottle number four thousand six hundred and two. Don't know how many it is. Release number eleven. It is 10.9% alcohol volume. And, uh... Wow, we're drinking some strong beer today. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Cacao! It does, I taste the coffee for sure. That's delicious. This one's been aging for almost no, a year. That's quite nice. We can just end the show now. Enjoy this. All right. Sounds good. All right, guys. And uh, go, to, go to kickstarter.com. Watch. Just like pick your own Kickstarters. Yeah. So um, we. This game week, releases are. Uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption that's 2. That's all you need to know. Yep. You can skip the rest of the and show. And games we play Jackbox Party Pack 5. Okay. And uh, we're just going to drink this beer now. Yep. Uh, Frozen Hell, Hazelnut, Bastille, Control Panel. Hey, and you're, uh, you're spoiling it. Wait. What? I thought we were done. <sighs> we should probably actually do the Kickstarters. You want to kick it? Let's kick it. Just kidding, that was a really that was that was a mini kick it. Ready? Let's actually kick it. Alright, my first Kickstarter is Frozen Hell, the book that inspired the thing. Um this is actually kinda cool. So in nineteen thirty What thing is he talking about? The thing. The movie that I watched. Mm. So, in 1938, acclaimed science fiction author John W. Campbell published the, the novella Who Goes There? about a team of scientists in Antarctica who discover and are terrorized by a monstrous, shape-shifting alien entity. The story would later be adapted into John Carpenter's iconic movie The Thing, following an earlier film adaptation in fi- 1951. There's actually an earlier movie, um, but The Thing's way better. Uh, the published novella was actually an abridged version of Campbell's original story called Frozen Hell, which had to be shortened for publication. The Frozen Hell manuscript remained unknown and unpublished for decades and was only recently rediscovered. Frozen Hell expands the thing's story dramatically, giving vital backstory and context to an already incredible tale. We are pleased and honored to offer Frozen Hell to you now, as Campbell intended it. You'll be among the first people to ever read his completed version of the story. This guy was researching um, something or other, and he came across the manuscript, 
of a longer uh, version. So the novella was published, uh, but this was never published before. A.K.A. he wrote it himself. No, I I don't think so. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool that this is surfaced, and it the reward levels are actually really reasonable. They were only asking for a thousand dollars. Oh Jesus! They have two thousand four hundred and eighty-two backers. That's a lot. Uh, we prob- how many dollars have they got? Um, they are at sixty-five thousand two. Two hundred and sixty-nine dollars. So they're what sixty-five. This uh, this got updated since you actually opened yours up because they're currently at sixty-five thousand three hundred and eleven. Wow! So people keep doing it. Um, it's got thirty-seven days to go. So it just launched a little while ago. Uh, Seven dollars gets you an ebook version of John W. Campbell's "Who Goes There: The Original Thing Story" and "Frozen Hell: Campbell's Expanded Novel Version." This bundle also includes ten classic science fiction mega packs, including the John W. Campbell Mega Pack. So you get like um, a bunch of books here for seven bucks. Twelve bucks gets you all of that plus a paperback. Twenty five dollars gets you all of that <laughs> plus a hardcover of Frozen Hell, and um, thirty seven dollars gets you a Frozen Hell paperback and hardcover, plus all of the uh, previous ebook rewards. There's also um, some. All of the upper levels are all gone. There's a two hundred dollar. Uh, Pierre and John Betancourt story. So there's some stretch goals to this. Um, it's kind of complicated to go over, but they've unlocked a lot of stretch goals. Um, no shit with sixty five thousand dollars. Yes. Um, so other current authors are going to write stories kind of based loosely on the fiction of the thing. Okay. So for seven bucks, you can get a shit ton of ebooks for this. That yeah. Like I mean, I I honestly can't even count how many. There's like. A lot, like more than you can read in a month. Um, so for seven dollars, you get a lot of value. Um, I'm probably gonna back of this because just is such a good deal. Um, and so it's already been funded. It's de- it's definitely guaranteed to happen. If you want to read a more expanded version of Who Goes There, uh, you can get Frozen Hell um, on Kickstarter. That's my first one. Sweet. My first one, guys, is Control Pad Twenty Four Keys with Analog Control Technology, brought to us by. Cooler Master. I'm gonna go ahead and let them talk about. It. Yes, that is the Cooler Master. So I know what Cooler Master is, but you like what you've said so far sounds like a word jumble. Exactly. So I'm gonna go ahead and let them talk about it. Cooler Master is proud to present Control Pad, the world's first keypad with pressure-sensitive control, designed for gamers, creative really? professionals, the first and everyone with in between. Control? control Pad comes with 24 mechanical <laughs> switches, full RGB backlighting magnetic wrist rest, and more. Duh. But what really sets Control Pad apart from all other keypads is the revolutionary AimPad technology that gives you unprecedented control. AimPad, the brainchild of Lance Madsen, lead engineer behind AimPad technology. So an AimPad switch is different from a normal mechanical switch in that a normal mechanical switch is just on or off. Similar to like how you're using a light switch. Everyone's turned a light switch on and they know that the light's on. Uh, AimPad is like a different light. in that it's similar to using a dimmer switch ah. based off of how well, you God move damn, that you're switch smart. down is how bright the lights are. And AimPad works in the same type of, of technology that it can sense how can far down it's being pressed based off of how much light is being reflected back to the sensor. Cooler Master teamed up with Lance in a bid to change how we use keyboards both in gaming and professional applications. ControlPad takes that tech and combines it with 24 mechanical switches of your choice, Cherry MX or Gateron. Play games the way they Sounds were meant really to be played. Maneuver turns seamlessly. For. 
Switch from run to walk to creep, just like when using a controller without sacrificing your or, aim with a mouse. Or I could use a controller. Control They're using a controller and this Tim. To gaming. It has the potential to what be used with professional the applications, and that's where you come in. We worked on the product. Dude, now we it's need time to, make to a develop the software with your help. Yeah. We want to work That's with our the community to see which functions you'd like to have for ControlPad. We could do that. We're sure ControlPad yeah. can be used I, in ways I we haven't even thought of yet. And with your backing, we hope to produce an analog keypad that meets your needs. Join us. I don't know how make this it yours. And yeah, let's I, bring this I, project I, to mm, life together. It looks cool, but I honestly, don't. I mean, I'm not a, P, a hardcore PC gamer. I don't use macros. I don't. I mean, that's where I could see this, like, fitting in is, like, macros and stuff like that. So, something like Dota or, I, I don't know. What, yeah. what, what kind of game would you see this, like, being important for? Possibly, like, immersive, Dota. like, driving sim okay. or, like, Dota or Counter-Strike. I mean, it's cool that you have variable control for all these buttons, but it's literally a... It, it's literally trying to replace the mouse. So, to visualize this, it's like a 6 by 6 grid of, of keypads. Yeah. Which is weird to begin with because yeah. that's not how your, your fingers, like, lay out. Um, I don't know. It's odd. It's, um, 31 days ago, it's mm -hmm. even more weird that Kickstarter, Cooler Master is going to Kickstarter, which makes me think that they don't have a lot of faith in this. I mean, that's one interpretation for sure. Um, 67,687 US dollars is what they have. They're looking for 50,000 US dollars, so, so they're funded. Back, okay, how much is a, or how many backers do they have? Um, 776. I just need like. 10 more. I'm get a nice round number. Um, how much is one unit? Keycap set of your choice is $20. It's just a keycap set. A, a thank you, Cooler Master pin and a t shirt. Um, no. $25. No. Um, early bird is $55. Okay. Uh, there's $460 left at $65. Um, I still think we have better luck with our dick mouse. We should make a dick mouse. Five thousand US dollars is customized control pad. We could be sponsored by like pack. by Viagra because you'd, you'd have to be hard in order to control the dick mouse. Yes. And for like long gaming sessions, you would need like Viagra. You would need Viagra to operate the dick mouse. So oh, this is a mouse operated by your dick. I was thinking a mouse in the shape of a dick. No, because you've got one hand in your controller, one hand on this fucking weird ass keypad, and then you got one hand on your dick. Your dick mouse. I mean, you got foot pedals. It has like a sucking vibration for his pleasure. Yeah, I think our dick mouse has more potential than this thing. Just I think saying. we got this. Tim, what do you got next, buddy? I don't know if I can top the dick mouse. Um, so, if you've listened to me long enough, you know one of my favorite games is... Uh, Legend, the dick mouse. No, Legend of Zelda. <laughs> That's not a game, sorry. Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. This game is pretty much trying to... Copy. We gotta include like a uh, cleaning kit. Oh, God. That's a stretch goal. Otherwise, you got to figure it out yourself. Okay, so this has a weird title. First of all, I'm not. A, I I really not in love with the title. It's uh, you can play the music in the background. Um, there's no words. So the name of this game is Hazelnut Bestial, which honestly I don't love. Um, but it's a top-down Zelda-like ARPG action. No, it is Zelda. It's totally. It's totally. Um, They're totally talking. To the past. No, that was just a character for two no seconds. No one should be able to do the things that you do. Yeah, but you're not seeing what we're seeing, which is like basically a Link <coughs> to the Past style dungeon with like the traps and all the switches and everything. This is Zelda. Pretty much. Um, it's coming to Windows, Macs, and Linux platforms at launch if we meet our funding goals for Nintendo Switch. We'll also offer Switch copies at the earliest possible moment and hopefully launch. 
Um, so if you're into Link to the Past, I encourage you to check this out because a lot of this is visual. Um, that's Hazelnut Bastille, and there is a demo. So I'm gonna check this out later um, on my PC. There's a it's like, it's like it's a fucking hippo that jumped in his mouth is like hey the, deep throat. They me. said the demo is like two or three hours, so it's a pretty hefty demo. Wow. So there's 35 days to go. They're looking for sixty-five thousand dollars. There's currently seven hundred and twelve backers, and they are three or sorry thirty-one thousand seven hundred eighty-three. So they're almost halfway with thirty-five days to go. So there's a good chance this will happen. Um, here's the good thing. Um, for fifteen bucks, you get a digital game copy, um, and a digital instruction manual. And if I'm reading this right, that could include the Switch version if unlocked, because um, it says receive a digital copy from a platform of your choice unlocked in the campaign. Nice. So if they unlock the Switch, you get the Switch version. So I'm tempted to back it just for that, because I. Because you want to see that name on your Switch. I don't like the name Hazelnut Bastille. Sounds like a drink you order at Starbucks or something. I'd like a Hazelnut Bastille. No Half foam. Half please. No foam. Um. Yeah, $15 gets you the I'll game. take his phone, please. I'll shoot my phone all over you. Um, Ew. <laughs> Back to the fucking dick mouse. You get, uh, for $20, a soundtrack, um, plus all previous rewards. I was going to say, for a second, like $20 for a soundtrack, that sucks. But you also get the uh, the game. $40 gets you digital art book, beta access, and a second copy. So, I don't feel like you're totally sold on no. this. But if you were, that would be the level for us. $60 gets you alpha access plus sheet music. $100 gets you a physical copy. So that's cool. Uh, $350 you design a collectible. $1,000 you design an enemy. $2,500 is the top level. Become an NPC. Join our cast of sundry cast outs in dance, immortal dance, dance. in immortal pixel flesh. You can either appear oh, yeah. as yourself or My help. dick will be in immortal flesh. Cute little dancing dick, Abby. Yeah. All right, well, $25,000 maybe. Okay, two people have backed that. <laughs> okay, that's one producer's mother and the other one's father. All right, so it's an interesting project. Um, Once again, the crazy name is Hazelnut Bastille. What is your last Kickstarter? Bright Eyes, Kids Animal Hats with LED Lights. So it's literally a, like, like a animal hat, like an anime. You see the anime hats, shit like that. It's This is like animal hats. But the eyes have LEDs in them. I think that it's light a cool up. idea. It's huh? a really cool idea. Um, they're looking for twenty three thousand three hundred thirty six US dollars. Uh, they have three hundred seventeen. Um, Eleven backers. Twenty nine days ago, hailing out of Winchester, UK. Um, I'm trying to open up because this is no audio. Currently, uh, pavement, sidewalks getting more dangerous all the time with more and more hazards and traffic. That's their story. Parents and children have to be seen out walking or on the way to school. My voice is going out for some reason. This is bad. I know. You have to read the new releases. I know. I had the idea to make an animal hat with lights in the eyes. and It was fun to wear and I keep my kids safe, especially in the dark winter nights. I could see G rocking one of these so easy. Oh, easily. So, why don't you skip to how much these things cost? Well, first off, there's there's Una, the unicorn. There is Amanda, the panda. Panda Amanda. Cassie the cat, Milo the monkey. I want your son to have Milo the monkey. My son has to have Milo the monkey. Timmy the tiger. Oh damn! I want or that. Dragos Dragoon. That looks like a demon. I know. I kind of want my son to get that one. That looks like a demon. I know, right? My son likes demons. How much is a hat? 
Do they come in adult sizes? No. <laughs> Damn it. Do they stretch? They might. <laughs> oh, yeah. 16 US dollars for a hat. That's not bad. No. If you want two of them, it gets even better, guys. If you want two, it is 29. I want a Timmy the Tiger hat. Give me a Timmy the Tiger hat, Zach. Please. Okay. All right. I'll get you Timmy the Tiger and I'll get G, the other one. Milo the Monkey. Yeah. If uh, if you want 20 of them, it's $234. Or 50 for 551 That's weird. So, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Uh, you want to talk games? Yeah. What are we playing? Uh, I've been playing Jackbox Party Pack 5. Yeah? Yeah. You've been playing it too? I have too. Let's... I've been rapping. Yeah. For rap of the rapper. <laughs> My voice is getting worse. What the fuck is wrong with me? I don't know. I'm Actually, dying. Tim, um, this is... 214, I am dead. I forgot. I was going to post. Um, I have a couple wraps from, I think, me and my daughter. I saved on my Switch. Oh, no. how do you do that? There's a share button on the side. Fuck. It's pretty funny. It, it's only 30 seconds on the Switch. You can only, but <sighs> if you time it right, you can get a lot in 30 seconds. Like a rap battle, for example. So um, the rap battle, robot rap battle, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Um, you like pick a word and then it, it shoots back like a little mad lib sentence to you and then you have to like rhyme with that sentence and then you do it twice and so you end up with a four four sentence like rap battle and then you score off against one of your opponents and then people vote on the winner and we came up with some pretty funny raps with our family um man i wish i'd uh published those because i, I could have put them here but oh well maybe i'll uh, Post it on our Facebook channel or something. I had some pretty good ones. I had some really stupid ones too, because like, you gotta start saving them. Yeah. Um. Oh, so it reads back the raps to you in like a robot voice. Oh yeah, and that's the best part. That it, is the like best it part. literally reads it. So that's a lot of fun. Drop the mic. So next week we'll talk about another game in the series because we're probably gonna keep playing it. Mm-hmm. Um. What else do you want to play this week? I play a little bit of Mario Party Switch. Yeah. Who'd you, you play with the the family at game night or? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so. did, did they like it? Yeah, they like. I mean, we played it the week before, the day after you came over, and we played a little bit with them. Um, it's fun. Um, so yeah. Is that all you played? Pretty much. What are you doing? I'm stealing your, your um input. Um, so I played a fair amount of games. I also That's played said. Jackbox Party, the Jackbox Party Five, five blah, blah. Jackbox Party Pack Five. I also played a game called Um. I got a bunch of codes last week. So did I. Randomly. I didn't redeem any. I talked about. You have to tell me what you got. I got a game called Halloween Forever. It's a platformer. Did you ask for this one? Nope. We just showed up. Shit. I think I deleted a code for this. You deleted it? I didn't read it because I was like, I'm not going to play that. It was fun. Um, I actually have a quick look up on thebuttsmashers.com. Well, fuck. I guess I got to go through deleted emails now. Yeah, we should at least give it away to listen or something. Exactly. Um, so Halloween Forever is a total retro um, pixel platformer. Totally cute, not a scary game. Totally about the spirit of Halloween. There's like monsters, but they're not scary. Um, it is hard, um, but what's cool is there's a scalable difficulty. You can actually pick 99 lives if you want, but you lose all achievements if you do that. But a bitch ain't one. You can uh, make it harder too with one hit kills. You get like uh, five like hearts normally, but you can make it harder with the one hit kills. Um, you can also add checkpoints, which I did because I hate starting over the like all the way back in beginning of the level every time you die. Like that was not fun. Um, so checkpoints like made it a lot better for me. It's still hard though. Cause once you lose all your lives, you start all the way, um, all the way back at the, the very beginning. Like you don't get any progress. So 
you the thing is though you start to learn like the stages and like how to beat the bosses and you get a little further every time and it, it's a cute little game i found the music a little repetitious but um this sounds interesting to you i encourage you to go to the butt smashers youtube channel and check out um the quick look of halloween forever um i also played uh tied together um both with you and my kids which yeah is, it was a fun game it's a really fun game i'm trying to get a review together for that the thing I'm finding challenging is it's not a one player game and I it's terrible for, it's, for one player. Yeah, you can't you cannot play it as one it player. It won't let you play you, it all. There's no way to play it as one player. Oh shit. You need a minimum of two people to play this game. I mean, can so, we play more often? Uh, we're both busy, so I'm going to have to like conscript one of my kids to play with me to get this game reviewed. You will fucking do this. Um I also there was a PSN uh, sale and I just picked up this random title and it was cool cuz I got it for both PS4 and Vita for the same price. Um, it's called Lickspear, and it's a weird-ass game. It's set like this Germanic, Nordic, like, um, stylized area. And, like, this god gives you this Lickspear, which is like a light spear. And, like, these zombies and monsters, like, come at you, and you just, like, throw these spears at them. And you try to get headshots, and it's really cool. Um, this is the audio from So, you get, like, a little... Aiming reticule and like monsters will come at you. And you just, like, That's kind of cool. It's, it's fun. It does just one simple thing. Like you're shooting from one side of the screen to the other, trying to knock down the monsters. Um, but it's surprisingly fun and addictive. And um, it's one of those games where I like packed it to work one time and had a really good 15 minute play session. Nice. And it's just, it's weird. It's a really weird game. But I got, again, couple weeks back I talked about a really great gaming experience I had for like a dollar seventy or something. This is another great two ninety nine purchase. Jesus. PlayStation four and Vita. Loving it. Lickspear. Check it out. Speaking of games, we got new games coming our way. I mean besides Red Dead Redemption two. Yeah. So um I'm gonna let you cover that in a second if your voice will hold out. Yeah my voice maybe will you hold should out. have a maybe you should have a quick chug of beer. I've been doing that. It's getting worse. Well maybe um, is it, maybe the beer is drying you out. Maybe that 10 point percent alcohol is just retro enhanced October 23rd PS4 Paw Patrol on a roll PS4 World Sudoku by Pawuji P-O-W-G-I I believe is actually how I'm supposed to pronounce it PS4 PSVR Stardew Valley iPhone bitches <laughs> Lethal League Blaze that would be the dumbest fucking game on an iPhone what Stardew that's so Fucking hard to control. So many different menus. So deep. So my son's getting a day one. Is he really? He has iPad. Okay. Okay. First of all, he plays primarily on the iPad. One of the only console-esque games other than Minecraft that he's ever played is Stardew Valley. <laughs> the dumbest fucking thing to come okay, to Apple. But if he hears this... He's not going to listen. If he hears this is a thing, he would totally want it. Well, I'm just saying. I'll message him then. Oh, you bastard. Oh, you don't want me to? I, I thought think. this was like a please do it sort of thing. I mean, that, that might be a gateway into like actual games. Exactly. So, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Lethal League Blaze, PC. Sky Hill, PS4. Chicken Range, Nintendo Switch, PS4. Vita, or not Vita. Uh, Yeah, the Vita, right? What the fuck do they classify as PSNV? Is I'm that Vita? Sure. I'm not sure. Oh, whatever. Storm in a teacup. That sounds like a Q game. Nintendo Switch. 
Super Hyperactive Ninja Nintendo Switch. Word Puzzles by POWGI Nintendo Switch. War West Android. Suicide Guy Sleeping Deeply. That's dark. Nintendo Switch. What? Okay, that's one I'm looking up. Keep going. Pinstripe. Nintendo. Uh, Suicide Guy Sleeping Deeply. Okay. Pinstripe. Nintendo Switch. Friday the 13th, Killer Puzzle, Nintendo Switch, Black and White, Bushido, Nintendo Switch, 7 Billion Humans, Nintendo Switch, Red Dead Redemption 2, PS4, Xbox One. You got it, you got it for me yet? Mm-hmm. What is it? I don't know. You want to give me your uh, uh, input again? Yeah. Okay. Plug me in. We'll learn together. Right. This is Suicide Guy Sleeping DP trailer. Alright, this guy on his couch. He's sleeping deeply. Creepy music. It's like Dune Buggy in the Desert. Junky uh, living room. It's flashing back and forth. Ice crystals. Junky living room. Alien tentacle monster. What is this? More junk in the living room. Okay, it's panning up to the guy sitting on his couch. Now he's hanging. No, I think he's on the couch. Parkour. He's got a beer. His face is in the shadows. His face is revealed. Looks like Hagrid. didn't answer any questions i want to play this now i i literally don't know what that game is still i want to play this now i'm sure we could email the developer and ask for a review code uh my hero one's justice 911 operator nintendo switch castlevania oh by the way 911 operator kickstarter great game um, so it's on switch now that'd be co- it is pretty cool way to play it right yeah that'd be a really good way to play it castlevania Re- requiem 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 Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood. That's two games in one. That's a good deal. Oh, okay. Those are two really good Castlevania games. PS4. I just got messaged on Facebook. <laughs> one of the guys went to the um, retro game show and picked up an original PlayStation copy of Symphony of the Night for $45. Damn! So if he had a PS4, he could have got Symphony of the Night plus Rondo of Blood. <laughs> Probably for $40. Probably. <laughs> so that's just kind of funny to me. But it's not the OG one. No, it's not. Like, if you're a hardcore collector, you want to play it the way it originally was, yeah. then that's the way to do it. It's kind of the reason why I need to go to that winter one. Mm-hmm. So that's all the releases? Fuck no. Oh, we got more. Lego Harry Potter collection coming to Nintendo Switch. Mm. Yo, Mari, which is like, hey, Mari, the Long Night collection, Nintendo Switch. Taco-san, save me Dr. Taco, Nintendo Switch. Gal Metal Nintendo Switch. Gal Metal World Tour Edition Nintendo Switch. Death Mark Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch. What was that? Knock knock. <laughs> That's funny. So uh that is the end of the releases for this week. Um until next week, guys. Don't forget to check us out. Facebook.com forward slash plug and play show. 
Twitter and Instagram at PluggingBlakeCast. YouTube.com forward slash PluggingBlakeGamer. TheButtonSmashers.com. That again is TheButtonSmashers.com. Not TheButtonSmashers.com. That's a porn site. Um, and until next week, don't forget to prime and shine. Fuck the Mega Bomber.